This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, we have a very happy first one in Baldwin, Wisconsin today. Our Pick Your Prize winner is Annette Peterson. Ooh. So she wins $100 and she's eligible for the $10,000 uh, possible prize if her name is drawn. So congratulations, Annette Peterson of Baldwin, Wisconsin. Nice now let's job. turn to Holly. Yeah, so catching you up with the latest in the post-Oscar drama from uh, this last Sunday's telecast. So Variety reporting exclusively that leaders of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences met with Will Smith on Tuesday to discuss what happened at the Oscars. So they're reporting that the Academy president and the CEO, two different people, talked to Will Smith on Zoom about the fallout from Sunday's telecast. Telecast Variety reporting that the talk lasted for about 30 minutes, but another source familiar with the meeting says that the conversation was brief. So anywhere from brief to 30 minutes, they were having this conversation. Now, the sources say that Smith apologized again, expressed his awareness that there would be consequences and tried to explain why he did what he did. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is also, you know, there was an emergency meeting of the Academy's Board of Governors on Wednesday. Uh, They did not mention this conversation in their talk, but the meeting said that, you know, they're looking over. The board meeting is going to happen mid-April, and they're going to decide if and or what kind of consequences Will Smith uh, will face. Now, he's not potentially the first one to face consequences as far as the Academy goes. Uh, yeah, how, but how many people have actually been, you know, thrown out of the academy? A few. To be a member. A few. Like five or six. Yeah, like, like five that? or six. Okay. So, and these individuals, you know, varying degrees of inappropriate behavior. For example, a guy named Carmine Caradi. Or Car- I think that's how you say his last name. Mm-hmm. He was in The Godfather Part Two, but he was ripping off Academy screeners and then selling them on the black market. And they were like, no, 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 no. Oh. You don't oh. do that. So he was expelled. He produced uh, copies of preview screeners and then <gasps> shared them around. So he was doing. Was he the first guy kicked out? He was the first guy kicked out. Uh, So 
you know, the FBI was involved. Things got messy. Harvey Weinstein was also expelled mm-hmm. from the Academy in 2017. Bill Cosby was expelled in 2018. Roman Polanski was expelled in 2018 at the same time as Bill Cosby. And Adam Kimmel, a cinematographer who worked on Capote and Lars and the Real Girl, was expelled last year after reports emerged of his history as a registered sex offender. So... Mm-hmm. You know, the Academy has uh, taken action. We don't know what's going to happen, but they're talking. talking. I don't think they're going to take away his Oscar. Uh, No. I mean, what would. No. Yeah, I just don't think uh, that would just be. I don't know. I don't know why. I just don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, there was some. He did deserve it. Right. There was conversation about rescinding uh, Will Smith's Academy Award, but I'm with you, Lori. uh, He's going to keep his Oscar for King Richard. I mean, but, and he'll always have an asterisk, a stain. And, yeah, and he he wrecked his own night. I'm just so mad that he lost it um, like that over that particular joke when there'd been, and I guess maybe it was just a buildup. I don't know. It's something for him and his therapist to figure out. Yeah, you know, there are we don't know the perspectives of most people. You know, Chris Rock spoke very briefly last night yeah. at the beginning of his sold out stand up set in Boston and said he's still processing. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not really going to talk about it. If when he does, he said that it was going to be both humorous and serious, but we mm-hmm. don't know when that's going to happen. It's really out there, open in the air. The Razzies announced today that they are rescinding a worst performance honor given to Bruce Willis earlier this month following the announcement of his diagnosis of aphasia. So the Razzie Awards actually taking back an award that they gave back. Well, that's good because it it did make me feel bad when we learned the aphasia news on Monday. I'm like, oh, that's why he made all these terrible movies Two years in a row, he was just trying to get some money and build up the bank, I guess, because he knew it was happening. Yeah. So, you know, they said after much thought and consideration, they said, look, if someone's medical condition is a factor in their decision making and or their performance, we acknowledge that it's not appropriate to give them a Razzie. And, you know, speaking to your points, Lori. There are reports coming out in the trades now saying, you know, perhaps how his diagnosis was affecting his ability to work on the set and and other things. So the Razzie's just being like, you know what? We're just going to step away from this. Yeah, it's a little less fun with this way. But I do have to say, I don't think it was on his radar prior to them rescinding it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, hey, whatever. I get it. you got to be able to sleep at night, right? I I think they took some social media heat then on Monday in hindsight. Yeah. But who was paying attention to the Razzies with the Oscars slapping I know, I know. Exactly. Uh, And, you know, also in other news, Kevin Smith is apologizing for his, what he calls, petty Bruce Willis comments after this. So they worked together on a movie called Cop Out, and Kevin Smith had some not nice things to say about working with Bruce Willis on that project, among other things, calling it bleeping soul-crushing. And this oh, movie was, was in the last couple of years. Well, no. So this movie came out in 2010, oh. but Kevin Smith felt like he needed to come out and okay. take walk back those words. Uh-huh. Um, other gossip news. Listen to Steven Spielberg when he has some advice for you. 
And I'm saying this to director Michael Bay because he's talking and said that Steven Spielberg told him to stop making Transformers movies after the first three. He's like, dude, you're making too many of these. But apparently Michael Bay didn't care. He's like, I made them. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I've never seen a Transformer movie. (laughs) I, you know, Lori, I haven't either. I'm an I'm an '80s slash '90s kids. So if it doesn't yeah. have the cool theme song, then I'm just yeah. not here for it. But you know what? Yeah. Michael Bay just didn't care. He's directed five of those darn movies, including wow. Transformers: The Last Night, and then he produced. Actually, I have heard some good things yeah. about Bumblebee yes. in 2018. Bumblebee went back to the original. So in in the new, they are bringing it back, and they're going to take away from the big glamour that Michael. Bay brought to it the the they're they're taking it down and bringing it more back to the original. So the Bumblebee from 2018 is what the new series is going to be continued off of. So kind of what you and I liked in the 80s. I don't, you guys. I just don't know how many intricate relationships we can have over car robots. I love like, it. <laughs> I love it. So <laughs> I'm in that realm of I love them all. I'm Autobots, weird. Decepticons. Well, the next movie is going to be called Rise of the Beast, and that's coming out next year. Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans are going to be in an Apple movie project. Artemis that's directed by Jason Bateman. So he's wrapping up Ozarks. What is he going to do next? Well, he's directing these two beautiful movie stars in a movie that all we know is going to be about space, the space race. Of course. Okay, of course. All right. It is is the final (laughs) frontier. Yes, it is. And I believe that Chris Evans is the voice of Buzz Lightyear in the upcoming Pixar movie. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, happy Thursday to you. Thanks, Holly. Thank you, Holly. It is time for some of these theories that Lori always gets us going with. So let's just hang out with Lori and her theories. She has a theory. I think this is the first time I've ever heard theories from somebody in a beautiful swimsuit cover. Oh, my cover up. It's Casey told me it's windy at the beach today, which is making him happy because he's a boogie board and surf. Um, what are you, body surfer? Oh, it's, nice. The waves are like a foot and a half. Well, you look beautiful in it. It's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. I like this one because it has a hood. Oh, when cute. When it's windy. Yeah. You know, these are beach problems. Sand. Yes. Yes. It's, yeah. it's got a nice pattern oh. like uh, like a little white lotus going on there. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the white is, lotus intro. Is, I like that. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is a theory that they've been working on for a long time. Women have... Um, you know, scoffed at this, but I guess if you were in a relationship with somebody that you felt you could trust, the first ever male birth control pill is right around the corner, apparently. I know, right? What are, are we your ex- thoughts on that? I mean, is it a <sighs> pill that stops sperm production? I forget. I, I read a little bit about it um, when it, and I, I didn't do too much research, but. Uh, yeah. As of right now, it's saying that it is is quite reliable, and I don't think you have to take it consistently either. Oh. But I, I'd have to double check on that. Um, That's good for men because we kind of forget to do those things. So do women. So <laughs> do I don't know so how many times. Women. Yeah, um, I think this is great. I think doubling up on the game plan is always great. Heck um, yeah. Also, like I'm so sick of being in charge of everything. <laughs> yeah, yes. you guys. But you, have- you would ha- you would have to be in a relationship with somebody because I don't know that you would just you know like some rando dude. Oh, don't yeah. worry, I'm on the male birth control pill. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, this doesn't <laughs> prevent still, STDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or STIs. Yeah. 
You'd still be still got to look out for those. So. What is the theory between STI and STD? Well, some of them are infections and some of them are diseases. So it just it. just throws in the STD. It's kind of like was it? What was the other one? Driving while intoxicated. DWI. DWI and DUI. They're the same thing. It just co- it's more of a coverall. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I did bring I did bring my scientific journal, um, Frontiers in Nutrition, with me. Oh, thank um, goodness! I thought, wasn't that nice? <laughs> and um, guess what is healthier than orange juice? What's healthier than orange? Um, I would say milk. Ooh, I love milk. That's a good call. I'm gonna go pineapple juice. No, they. No. I should have given you the, <laughs> the, the uh, other part of the thing. They ground bugs. To dust to do testing, and guess what is the healthiest by far with the most antioxidants? All you cricket eaters out there, cricket juice is the healthiest thing that one can drink. Wow. Okay. I know for an antioxidant. Well, those are our of options. All the, well, of all the edible insects analyzed, which were grasshoppers, mm-hmm. crickets, silkworms, crickets. The highest level, almost five times more antioxidant than, like, say, example, any kind of a fruit juice. Juice is one of those things that I rarely buy, but when I crave it, it's, like, everything. Also, if I'm going to eat crickets, you're going to need to put it in at least something as thick as orange juice. Like, just don't let me know. Oh, little, little, um, little dry, like... Cambodia, Vietnam and stuff. People love crickets. They eat them like potato chips. What, have you had them? I have had a dried cricket, and, and uh, it was just kind of a pleasant, salty, crunchy Crunch. okay. thing. It's, like, it's more the thought. Yeah, I it's think. a novelty. I've done it, too. Is it like corn nuts, yeah. where you're just kind of existing, but crunchy? No, because corn, corn nuts are, are hard on your teeth. Yeah. yeah, that's true. This is just a quick little bite through, but, you know, Bear Grylls, always, that's whenever he could find some a source of... You know, some sort of uh, food. He would eat crickets all the time. I mean, I have no problem with yeah. anything, especially if it's like dipped in chocolate. Like, I'm the type that would be <laughs> fine with this. Are you drinking the worm at the bottom of the tequila bottle? I mean, I have, I've never, would I ever on purpose, but have I? I'm not sure. I wouldn't remember. <laughs> How would I? If I was at the bottom of the tequila bottle, you're asking right. me to remember that, Grant? Yeah, sorry. Come on. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the research news, speaking of frontiers in nutrition, you guys might have seen this. That coffee drinkers can rejoice. Drinking two to three cups of coffee a day can add years to your life. They studied 400,000 people for over 10 years. And this will be presented at the American College of Cardiology's 71st Annual Scientific Session, which is probably going to be held in Maui. I love this. Do you love that? 400,000 people they studied for 10 years. Just two to three cups. And I admit, that's the one thing, like I cut coffee out only because I know you can have a certain amount of coffee when you're pregnant, but I'm so bad at like having like, you can have a cup. Like I want three cups at least in the morning. I love coffee. So hearing this is like, huzzah. Huzzah. Now here, this one I, I got for you. It's a theory for you as an expectant parent. Okay. And this was, more studies are needed, but mom and dad's social media habits reveal their parenting style. Mm. So they did this study of parents who post tons of pictures on social media um, 
they have a more friend-like parenting style in general. And a team from University of Central Florida says the parents that want to be more of a buddy instead of an authority figure, they don't worry about issues about privacy or what the kids will say and do later on. Mm. So it's just a cautionary thing about like you know yeah who's seeing your pictures they're able there's a lot of things happening but they they want to do more studies on it but right now it's coming up with the parents who are constantly posting their children they seem to be they're more of a buddy parenting style rather than you know an authority that's very interesting i think my posting style is sporadic at best like i am You know, every so often. So maybe I'll just be friendly once in a while, but most of the time just a tyrant. There you go. There you go. Well, you know, the other thing is we were wondering about this a few months ago. Julie and I were like, I wonder uh, how many kids are going to be mad at their parents for some of the stuff they share. I know. It's, it's this whole thing. I've got a friend who won't post not, not even one photo of her child. Um and then, um, yeah, I, I think about that all the time, if that's going to feel invasive. And then you hear about people now um, who've grown up with parents that had vlogs. And they talk about yes. how it was always present, always anything cute would come out, the camera or the phone would come out, and how that actually kind of messed with them constantly. You know what? I'm not saying most people yeah, film yeah. something, you know, with a you know a, a remote controller when walking around with like in their diaper or something funny. Like, I get that. But I think the constant stuff, I think I think that really messes with the moment, with being present. Well, the kids certainly notice that. Yeah. With with parents. I've seen that. Mom. Even even at the beach, you know, yeah. I've seen some people they just have their phone and their noses and their kids are just kind of playing. They throw the sand thing and mommy, you know, play in the sand with me. And yeah, I will. I'm looking at something and I'm just like, oh, dear. When are you, how long are you here for? I know. I know. I, that's going to be I think that's hard even now is that me and Justin have to just be like, what are we doing? Like we're sitting together, but we're like, have <laughs> yes. had eye contact in like 20 minutes. Like, what are we both doing? We're both scrolling on like Reddit or something. And we're like, oh, my God. I just think yeah. I think I think we're due for a big old like. Uh, a reboot somewhere of us being like, all right, we need to yeah, getting more present. Yeah. Yeah. Put well, the they're studying down. it. Put the phone. Yeah. Down. They're studying it. There's going to be theories and there's going to be does that come out of it. But just FYI, just thought I'd bring it I, to you. I heard a really good tip too. If you want to save a bunch of photos of your kids and like for them and not post them as you make them a Gmail account and you send the photos there uh, um, oh. and then you give it to them when they're old enough and be like, Here's just years and years. You can write a little journal in there or whatever. It's like, here's your email account. Um, and yeah. you, you get it in their name, too, because, you know, it'll be less and oh, less that, likely. That, to... that, that sounds overwhelming. Oh, <laughs> here's, a, here's your whole life. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, yeah, here's your whole life in pictures. There's yeah. 45,000 photos. Mommy went a little crazy. <laughs> I needed it. All right, listen, uh, we got to go. We'll be right back. So nice hearing Is every day. I think I might bring the story of Is to everybody tomorrow. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be great. Because he died at the age of like 33, and he's a huge beloved star still, and he's been gone for, for many years, but he recorded a lot, and there's just something about his... 
you know, and he was a big man. Yeah. Um, big, big, big man. But his voice is so pretty in that ukulele. Oh, I am a sucker for that ukulele. Oh, it's beautiful voice. Gorgeous. Yeah. I would love, you definitely need to do that. I got to tell you something. Okay, the story of is? Uh, yes, the story of is. That's your homework. I know that okay, usually Julia yells time. at me that something's my homework. <laughs> she but, does. So I'm just, just, just learning from, you know. Um, yeah. I gotta tell you about Lizzo. Lizzo is busy, like very busy, and she's jumping into an industry that you know right now is probably was a 1.2 billion dollar industry, and it's the shapewear world. We've got Kim Kardashian mm. with her Skims. We've got Spanx always killing it in the game. Um, she's coming out with this really cute. It's got a very cute name. It's called Yitty. Oh, yeah. Yitty. So Y I T T Y. And that was the name of her childhood best friend, Yitty. So it's oh. very cute. Um, I did think it was a play on a body part. Um, yeah. yeah. Bitty, itty bitty. Mm-hmm. Which hers are neither. Nah, yeah. No. <laughs> but the idea is it really is, she's saying, you know, shapewear is great and a lot of, or, or there's a lot of inclusivity, but there's also a lot of exclusivity when it comes to some of these brands and she wants to make sure, you know, you can wear them from, it was a six X to an extra small. Um, she's working with Fabletics to make this. So it's going to be under okay. the Fabletics umbrella. It's coming out April 12th. Um, there's oh, th- so soon. She's been working on this for a while then. And because you guys were like, Hey, heads up, here's this thing. And I, you know, started looking into it. Don't worry. I've got an alert set on my phone. For when they can buy stuff, which I'm actually kind of excited about. She did a preview on her Insta with some of the colors, and they're kind of these just bold, basic colors. But she does have three categories she's going to conquer in this line. There's going to be Nearly Naked, which features seamless garments. Mesh Mm -hmm. Me. This is a collection of mesh styles that can also be worn as outerwear, which you'll see a lot in skim stuff. You know, it's like like that. Is it outerwear? Is it, you know? And then major mm-hmm. label, which focuses on everyday style pieces. So, well, the one thing I have heard from a couple of friends that have bought skims, yeah, is that the sizing is problematic. Yes, it's wild. It it's it's like it's not a true to size kind of thing. She says she's got all these sizes, but it, like if you're a size. You know, maybe you were an eight and you think it's going to be a medium, but really you might, it might be an extra large. It's kind of the one weird thing I would have thought Kim and her partners would have been more, because those things are already tight. Oh, they're exhausting to put on. Um, (laughs) Yes. And I, I, I know that like her original line, that was the biggest qualm. (laughs) Is they would show up and it'd be like a medium and it would be like the size of like a forearm and they're like this needs to go over my what my where yeah. it's like a wrestling yeah, single yeah. <laughs> totally gonna sneak in there. Casey has never seen me take off a pair of spanks. He had to help me out of a, <laughs> a a a smoothing camisole one time. I got stuck. And he's like, why the hell are you wearing this tight thing? And I said, I, I don't know. I felt like my Panya de Amour was showing, but now I can't get out of the, that stupid thing. But Nothing's... I, he's never seen me take off my Spanx. No. You have to remove those ahead of time before anything happens. Yes, <laughs> that's strategic. Um, that's when you go, I'll be back. It is I'll like be a, back. Go freshen up. Maybe give yourself ten minutes so you can massage the lines <laughs> right? that are in your skin. The and seams. Like, you're like, just, oh, just like learn. turn on the sink so they don't hear you like fall over backwards. Like when you're trying <laughs> oh. to remove them, there is no panic. Like 
panic of getting stuck in your clothes. Oh, like there is no, I mean, the, you're just like arm up, panic McGee. And you're right. Like I yeah. love Justin. He's seen me in a lot of compromising positions. I don't, I want to spare him. I've never been stuck yeah. in my clothes, you guys. You, because you are a oh, man. I know, Grant. I know, I know. You're the worst. Well, Ross got yeah. stuck in some pleather pants on Friends once. Totally. That was a good episode. Totally. That was a good it episode. can happen, but oh man. I don't even, guys. I don't even want my husband to see me in nylons. Like, I don't know. Oh, Brittany, no. if you cut out. A hole in a certain part of the nylon. No. They're very sexy. No. Very no. sexy. Listen, Lori, we have different body types. I am not going to be rocking nylon. I just don't know why. I can't. Okay? This is not going to happen. I know. Here's a better chance of me using the nylon as a sock pocket puppet to like oh have sexy time. But I like, well, I like your optimism. Note, everybody. Right? Yeah. I love it. Let's yeah. end it on that beautiful note. You guys taking but off spanks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie, it's Brittany, been lovely. Lovely. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See you guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay.